I'm Mike Green, speaking with Gunter Ullman, who's the Walker Family Endowed Professor of Mathematics at the University of Washington. Uh, and we're talking about mathematics uh, and invisibility, or the mathematics used in invisibility. It's pretty new results. So, Professor Ullman, could you tell us a little bit about it? Yes. Uh, so what you're trying to do is uh, cloak an object with electromagnetic materials that make the light bend around it. So when you look at the other side, it looks like it went, the waves went straight through. Like nothing was there, so everything inside the cloak is invisible. You know, the cloaking is kind of the something you know they mentioned in Star Trek and Harry Potter, and and that's you know pretty advanced, you might say, if something in three dimensions, and then like doing a human or a spaceship or something like that. But you've done work in, in two dimensions with light, right? No, well, I, I haven't done it. We have done the mathematics, mathematics. There. What we did is prescribe the electromagnetic parameters, so that that. If you had us, the material will have those electromagnetic parameters, then this will happen. And, and so it, it's demonstrating that once you have these kind of materials, then you could, you, could, you might say, exactly. cloak this way. Right. Uh, exactly. right. You know, it's an engineering problem right. and a physics problem to try to actually build these mm -hmm. materials, and they're built at particular frequencies. And th those materials are the metamaterials? Metamaterials, right? yeah. exactly. Are they close to making those kinds of things? Or? Well, m uh, metamaterials for clocking have been built for uh, microwave frequencies, mm -hmm. uh, recently for optical frequencies but only in two dimensions. Mm -hmm. and, and so when people think like two and three are kind of close to one another, it, but is it the case that going from two dimensions or three dimensions no, is a simple step? It's, not, it's not a very simple step, yeah. especially computationally. Mm -hmm. And one of the original things, was maybe it was the microwave, that involved, that was, a, was that a three-dimensional disk? No, that was a cylinder. Cylinder, okay. So it's, it's essentially two dimensions, two dimensions times one dimension. And what is important about uh, prescribing this electromagnetic parameters is the geometry, the mathematics involved the geometry of Maxwell equations. If you have Maxwell equations which describe propagation of light or all electromagnetic waves, if you change variables, then the equations are transformed in a way that we know. So you, you can look at them, you can look it, you can build it so that it looks like it was vacuum. You make a transformation so it looks like it is vacuum. Talk about that transformation. Was it the case that like the, the equations, you might say, where they were, you have a unique solution, but when you make the transformation, you, you, you don't have a unique solution anymore. That's right, it looks, it's exactly right. So we make a transformation which is called singular transformation. Mm -hmm. So the a point goes to the ball that is clocking you. Uh, and you we, we do a transformation like that and transform the electromagnetic parameters of vacuum to another electromagnetic parameters via, that, via this transformation. So this is called idea is called transformation optics now, you know, transform the equations and, and, and then you have the same information, you get the same information that you have previously. And, and so Maxwell equations, which are fu fundamental to start with, are very important for you, so they involve partial differential partial equations. Partial differential yeah. Yeah. And w what other area of mathematics, or what areas of mathematics are, are used? Uh, well, it's inverse problems, uh, mm -hmm. is the area, which is in some sense the opposite of this, we're looking to try to find an object inside medium by making measurements on the outside. So we found these electromagnetic parameters actually by looking at this problem. But we, we constructed electromagnetic parameters that you could not find inside the medium. So that led to our result. Yeah, that was a pretty big deal. When I read about that, it was, it was a yeah. pretty amazing story. So it was kind of like a CT scan. We have these like, measurements on the outside. Right. You try to figure out what's inside because right. you want to see if someone, you know, what, how, why they're sick, the tumor or something right. like exactly that. Exactly like that. But it's not uh, like X-rays. Mm -hmm. 
is uh, electrical measurements, electrical magnetic measurements that you're making. And so you're, you and your team, you're thinking of, uh, you know, what kind of things could this measurement miss? And right. by thinking that way, you, you wound up trying to wind up thinking about how to make things invisible. Exactly. It's pretty amazing. Exactly. Was that an important day, or was that a, a day that you always remember when <laughs> you all stumbled on that? Yeah, actually, at that time, we thought that it was something very pathological because these electromagnetic parameters are very special. But the, when the, we learn about the metamaterials, that you actually can build materials with those properties, it became actually very ah. important, exciting. There's also been progress about the wormhole. Yeah, so in an electromagnetic wormhole, what you do is construct, take a tube and put metamaterial on it with electromagnetic properties. So you're tricking the electromagnetic waves as thinking that they're going through a handle like a handle of a, a cup, cup of coffee, but, they, but you know, they, they're not doing that, but it looks like they're doing that. And the tube is invisible. You only see the beginning, the input, and you only see the output. So for instance, you know, you could, in principle, build 3D television, three-dimensional television, because you have electromagnetic work, or you put the input, and you only see the output in different voxels. And so you have a three dimension, uh, 360 degree vision of everything. And have other potential applications too that we mentioned in our papers. Uh -huh. Is that one approach you think might work? Is that just the wormhole, the way to go, you might say? for? Well, this is one, one, one possibility. There are many other possibilities that one can think of. The basic idea is always the same do a transformation, a singular transformation and use the geometric properties of Maxwell equations. So, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, thank you for the opportunity. Well, thank you very much for speaking with us. Uh, that's Gunter Ullmann, who's the Walker Family Endowed Professor of Mathematics at the University of Washington. Thank you very much. Thank you.